0: Welcome to the Empath Insights Podcast, and in this episode, I'm talking about affirmations and do they really work for empaths? Stay tuned. Hey everybody, I am Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you. Learn to thrive and work with your natural gifts so that you can get your power back and embrace the beautiful gift of being an empath. So yes, we are talking about affirmations. And as an empath, I'm going to tell you that for me, they definitely work. Affirmations work for me. So if this topic of affirmations makes your brain light up, and it makes you happy, I want you to stick around until the end. And I'm going to give you some of my favorite tips and some of my favorite affirmations. So here are a couple or just a few examples of what I'm seeing right now. So at the time of this recording, It is the beginning of 2021, so what I'm seeing on social media and like YouTube, people are asking, what is your phrase of the year? What is your word of the year or word of the week? Um, People are starting to really catch on to positive affirmations, and I think people are really starting to come around to the idea that affirmations really do work. So you might be questioning and I've had a, a few people say, you know, I really don't think affirmations work. They're kind of hokey or they think it's a bunch of baloney or a bunch of BS. So the first thing I want to talk about is it's so funny because I looked up what is an affirmation? Like I know what it is, but like the definition of it is kind of funny. The Not funny, but Affirmation, if I look it up on the dictionary in the Googles, number one, it says it's the action or process of affirming something or being affirmed. Okay, well, that doesn't help. (laughs) Now, the next one says emotional support or encouragement. Now, that one, I would say, needs to go to number one, not number two. So, emotional support or encouragement encouragement. Now that is what I'm all about here. Now for myself, I first discovered affirmations back in 1996 when I finally decided to learn to meditate. I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory. I was working for American Hawaii Cruises in Hawaii. I think I was waiting tables at that point. Or maybe I was a cabin steward. Anyway, I decided that it was pretty stressful because we worked for 12 weeks straight with no days off. And I lived in a cabin with like at least another person. If not, sometimes I lived with um, three other people. So there were four of us sometimes in a cabin. We didn't have our own bathrooms. We had to eat together. We all we did everything together. And I felt like I didn't have a lot of... Me time, and this is before I discovered that I was an empath, like way, way, way back in the day. So, um, I had been kind of poking around at a bookshop on Fridays. We docked in, um, in Kona on the Big Island, and I usually had um, two or three hours during the day after my lunch shift to go to shore. And there was a great little bookshop. If it's still there, I'd be surprised. But it was called Middle Earth Bookshop or Bookstore. And I would always go through there and just like take in all the books, like just smell the the store, smelled great. I love the smell of books. Um, And I was really looking for meditation. And the lady that helped me, she's like, actually, we've got some books. But we've also got ready, wait for it, a cassette tape. (laughs) Please tell me I'm not the only one that remembers cassette tapes and had tons of them, by the way. Um, so I found this cassette tape. It was by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Okay, this was my first my first um, experiment with meditation. Now, what I didn't know is that... It was an affirmation-based meditation system. It was a, a meditation. It was something like meditations for morning and evening. And I was like, okay, this is for me. And I think I had a Walkman at the time or a cassette player that had headphones or something. So I really I really stuck with this for several years. You know, off and on, obviously, but this was my go-to meditation. And I thought this was how all meditations were done. This is before I knew anything about meditation. And, you know, I'd always been, or I think I just discovered that, you know, Tony Robbins, and I know that he believes in affirmations, he was a big affirmation guy. Um, And then later on in my life, I discovered Louise Hay. I mean, come on, Louise Hay, she was like the queen of affirmations. So she wrote the book, uh, You Can Heal Your Life. And she was just all about affirmations, and different types of meditation. So it really, it's just kind of started to snowball for me. And then later on, I discovered Mike Dooley. And then I became um, one of the poss- infinite possibilities, um, trainers or coaches. And his big thing was thoughts become things, words become wings. So I was like, okay, this affirmation thing really helped change the Trajectory of my whole life, little by little, day by day, but it really started to change my life. Now, you might be wondering why do people do affirmations? Personally, I love them. Not everybody's a fan, but I will tell you, those are probably the people that don't do them. Okay. They're just like, oh, affirmations, bunch of baloney. But why do people do affirmations? Well, it's exciting because this is my opinion. I feel like it's exciting because it gives us hope that there are possibilities for change and for growth in a more positive direction than where we are sitting today. Now, you might be wondering, okay, Rachel, how does this really relate to empaths? Well, I'm going to tell you. Now, empaths, remember, we are very susceptible to emotional contagion. Now, if you haven't listened to my um, podcast on the different types of empaths, you might want to go back and discover your empath type or take the quiz on my website. And as empaths, if we hear or feel, especially if we hear something positive or something negative, it just really affects us. We have this energy bubble and sometimes we, you know, we, we let our guard down and sometimes negative affirmations can really affect us. Negative affirmations or or any type of affirmation can turn a good day into a not so good day. If we are not careful of what we're listening to, what we're taking in, who we're around, what we're watching, and you know, the people that we surround ourselves with. And this can give us emotional hangovers. Now I I don't think I made that up. I think that is a phrase that I've read several times and I cannot remember who said it first, but I don't think it's mine. Now, or this wilted flower phenomenon, like you've, you're you going along, you're having a fine and dandy day, and someone decides to dump all their problems on you or start talking about the negative things that happened in their life up to this point, and you all of a sudden feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Now, it can also turn a bad day into a good day or even a great day if we are deliberate in what we are consuming. And I'm talking about news. I'm talking about social media. I'm talking about shows that we watch. Where are we spending our time? Where are we getting our information? Okay, maybe you're following someone on social media who just like decides to talk about everything that's negative in the world right now. And I want you to realize how that affects you. Okay, someone else's words, you're taking those in, that is their, I guess, affirmation. Notice that how that affects you in your in your body, where is that coming up for you? Now, listen, I can't and you can't make someone who does not believe in affirmations, do affirmations or believe that they work. Now, people who are negative typically have negative affirmations, okay? And they're saying these words, which become affirmations, they're saying this enough that it becomes a manifestation in their own life. I have seen it. I've actually been that person a few times. Now, maybe you can start to brainstorm and think of someone or anyone that you might know who does this. Also check in with yourself and be honest, could this be you? Because I have really gotten myself into a tizzy with a lot of negative affirmations. I was in kind of a dark place a couple of times in my life and I basically, I kind of did it to myself, not realizing it. And I will tell you that self-awareness as an empath is so, so powerful and just becoming self-aware helps you start to change in a more positive direction. I want also to challenge you to catch yourself when you're consuming negative affirmations with people, maybe people that you live with, maybe people that you work with, and people that you follow, especially on social media, wherever you spend the most time, I want you to check in with yourself there. Now, one thing, um, that I want to talk about is that you can't typically, you can't start at the bottom and go immediately to the top overnight with affirmations. That's really just not how that works in my experience. So let's say you can't start with I'm a terrible person if that's your, which is terrible, but if you are saying those types of things to yourself, Or saying them out loud or kind of like, I used to do this a lot. Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did that. I did that for so long. I started to believe I was just not a smart person. (laughs) And I mean, I laugh about it now, but it kind of breaks my heart that I really said that so much that it it kind of became who I thought I was. That's a really good example. Now I had to catch myself and start to change different things that I said to myself. So you can't go from I'm a terrible person to, oh, I'm a great person and expect everything to change overnight. This does take time. I want you to consider that there is a gap between where you are and where you want to be. It does take time and it does take a little bit of like, I want to say trial and error. That's really how it worked for me and how that showed up in my life. So let's talk about, I'll give you a really good example. When I'm in a down place. Now, even though I'm in the great state of Texas and it's normally sunny and bright and you know all that, it happens to be January at the mo right here. It's winter time and it affects me. If you struggle with or suffer from seasonal affective disorder, you need to listen up. It's gray outside. It has been raining off and on for several days I'm just gonna paint you a little picture there are no leaves on the trees it feels kind of sad it's heavy it makes me a little sad it's been raining all week (laughs) and gradually I we start to feel we start to feel worse and here's what I do try it before you go on and say it's not going to work for you okay I have a list of things that I like to do and say that I know that there is a very good chance that I'm going to feel better. All right. Listen, sometimes on, on the occasion, on a rare occasion in the winter time, when it's dark outside a lot, it feels like nothing is working and I just have to sit with it. I'm going to just be totally honest with you. Sometimes it just feels like nothing's gonna work, and it might last a day and it might last two days. But in general, here's what I do getting outside. I have it written down in my journal. I'm up, you if you've listened to me for a little while, I'm a big write it down, make it happen kind of person. I think that's the name of a book, by the way. Uh, getting outside helps me feel better. That is one of my positive affirmations. I have a little list in my journal at the very beginning, like what's going to make me feel good if I'm having a crap day. Also, I will tell you that watching funny British comedies helps me. That might not be your thing. I think they're so hilarious. I can't hardly stand it. All right. So the next one is, listen, I'm 50, but (laughs) I watch cartoons from when I was a kid and I laugh my butt off. Also, I have a list of affirmations, and right now I would love to share them with you. It would be my pleasure to share with you. Now, I didn't come up with these. This is from my first meditation, 1996, cassette tapes, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and this was a part of my daily meditation experience. There are 15 of them, so please be patient. And I want you to take out maybe three to five that might work for you. Number one is, I know in each moment that I'm free to decide. Wow, that is so powerful. And that, that one is at the top of my list. And number two is, no matter how much I protest, I am totally responsible for everything that happens to me in my life. If that resonates with you, write it down. If it doesn't, I want you to let it go. All right. Number three. Oh, I love this one. My past is nothing more than the trail that I have left behind. What drives my life today is the energy that I generate in each of my present moments. Wow. Okay. Number four is I rid myself of my doubts by remembering that there's a valid reason for everything that happens. Number five, I realize that I'm always free to let go and observe my life. Now that's a really quick one and I like having it in my journal. So I, I, that's one of my go-tos. And this one really helps. Number six, the more I listen, the more profound the silence becomes. Now, if you're a nature person, this really might resonate with you. So that was number six. Number seven is, I know that my highest self is always ready to lift me up beyond the world I experience with my senses. All right, number eight, I can connect my mind with the divine mind and guarantee myself peace in any moment. Beautiful, right? Number 9 I am strengthened as I seek to make truth my personal reality. Now as a truth seeker that is that is so good for me and it it really helps get me out of my head. Number 10 I know that the very essence of my being and the way of transforming my life is love. Number 11 Oh, this is good. All right, hold on to your hats here. Number 11, my judgments prevent me from seeing the good that lies beyond appearances. You might need to sit with that one. I certainly, that one helped me so much. Number 12, I know that I am already whole and I need not chase after anything in order to be complete. Number 13, I'm aware that I do not need to dominate anyone or control anyone in order to be spiritually awake. Number 14 is I will work this day at my purest intentions for the highest good of all. Number 15 is the last one. I will radiate my sacred self outward for the collective good of all. Wow. I have lived with those since 1996. And it is my pleasure to share those with you. And I want to know, please email me. I thank you for all your emails, by the way. Email me if you've got a favorite one of these. If any one of these really resonates with you, and I would love to encourage you to come up with your own three to five affirmations that you would like to carry around with you. And I want to let you know, this is this is also a little side note. When one of the affirmations is not working for you anymore, feel free to put it aside and replace it with something that is really working for you in your life at that time. And maybe you can come back around to it later on when it's more relevant for you. Now, if you're ready to start thriving as an empath, if you're ready to start banishing those energy vampires, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Just go to my website, rachelkhudson.com, And just go to the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a wonderful week. Now, be kind to yourself. Say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. I'll see you next time. Bye.